With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. This is The Joe Hoff Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hey, we are here. This is Joe Hoff Show, and it's uh, December 14th, 2023 in the United States on the East Coast. Uh, cloudy morning, kind of chilly, and something that uh, we normally don't have this time of year. Uh, but uh, overall, it's, it's quite fine compared to the Midwest where they're talking about freezing weather, et cetera. So no matter where you're at, whether it be in the United States, overseas, uh, in Australia, in the EU, wherever that might be, hope you're having a great day. God bless you. Thanks for listening. And we are going to bring you another excellent show uh, today on the Joe Hoff Show. Today, uh, we have Roger Stone joining us after the break. Uh, I'd call Roger a good friend, a, a great man, an incredible uh American, he'll go down in history as one of the more unique characters in all of U.S. history, certainly in modern in the modern era. It's amazing how the left, the communists, the fascists, how they targeted these Greek people uh, in the recent years. And if you sit back and you look at everybody that's been targeted is a great person. President Trump, number one, just a great guy. I, you'll have to go out and watch uh, the Twitter uh, Tucker's Twitter interview yesterday with kid rock that came out kid rocks uh, you know loves trump he says he's the greatest president ever he just he just lays it out he says man we had economic prosperity everybody's making money we had uh uh you know the peace the wars were you know where we were ending these wars we were getting out of that this and that all the stuff set up by biden and obama where they're just destroying the world just willie they don't care it's like i think of liz cheney for some reason more than anybody liz and dick cheney when i think of these foreign wars now there's been an incredible uh amount of information come out on them especially liz cheney there isn't like people say there isn't a war that she doesn't like that lady is just plain evil and and the U.S. got in all these wars for years, and, and Trump got us out. And he, but by the way, but he destroyed ISIS. And Obama's telling us, oh, they're going to be around for a generation. What an absolute uh, crook, maybe Antichrist for that matter. He just came out with a movie. You'll have to look at JoeHoff.com to check that out, the trailer. Uh, the, 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 the director from uh, who was on Rolling, interviewed by Rolling Stone says, Obama started telling him some of the scenes, how to fix them. And this guy goes, I was scared as blank when Obama starts sh sharing this stuff. So me, more more indication, this guy's uh this guy's really evil. And he's running the he's running this country now, we all know it, which is totally unconstitutional. We, you can only have be a president for two terms. He's running this Biden regime, you know, into hell. And it's been a, a nightmare, but and we see it in every way. But uh, yeah, we would look at under Trump. Uh, the, the the only thing, well, there's a couple of things needed to be addressed. One was certainly the DOJ, and immediately they went on the tack. They went on the offense to prevent him from from cleaning the house because the whole the whole shop needed to be wiped out and cleaned up, and uh, that didn't happen. And so these guys went on with coup d'état, President Trump. Now they're villainous criminals that have committed the, the greatest crimes against our country. And they need to be held accountable for that. And uh, absolutely. And uh, need to go back in history and see what happened to those that aligned with uh, 
James Wilkes Booth in the assassination plot of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, four of those people eventually were hung. Another another group of 10 or so were put in prison for a very long time. Another couple hundred uh, maybe had some, some crimes, uh, but ultimately four that were involved in uh, the uh, massacre uh, an assassination plot of not just Lincoln, but of his cabinet. They were they were actually hung. There's a picture. One of them was a woman. There's a picture from 1865 showing this. It's like, oh my God, that's uh, that's the law. And uh, we just had a coup d'état, President Trump, and these guys that are now running the Biden administration, who were the same guys in the Obama administration uh, that set up Trump, that created this nightmare for the whole country. Uh, they're still Roman free. They are getting away with what they're what their uh with their crimes and this needs to stop this is why we probably need trump more than anything we've got to get back to a, a justice department that's uh believes in justice not this uh these criminal band that's running chris ray and merrick garland and jack smith monsters uh, um, so yeah you look back at trump like kid rock saying everything was great we even had uh we had financial prosperity. Our, our country was an energy provider, and we've got so much natural resources here. And now Biden shut that all down. It's rather import oil from Venezuela. It really shows what's going on. These people running our country now, now right now are not not for America. Trump Trump had to fight and fight and fight to get a wall set up. He got it set up, and and now they've opened it up. They've cut holes in it. They've got people crossing that border that are military age men. Not sure where they're all going, uh, but it's just like a ticking time bomb with that. It, it's it's this, These are real dangerous times. And no matter who you talk to, people that are in the know feel the same way. And uh, by the way, I saw a poll result this morning from Rasmussen. They're saying Trump is now up on Biden by 10% in their latest uh, tracking poll. 10%. Biden's uh, just falling apart. First of all, he's senile, he's old, he's creepy, he's corrupt, and Trump's just crushing it. And he's got all these great people now aligning behind him, including from people from Kid Rock to these great uh, uh, the the smart politicians that are, are going to jump on his uh, on his ship. They're the, those that should have jumped on a long time ago, more and more jumping on his ship. You've got. Uh, just these litany of names of famous people that are, uh, you know, with this guy, uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, in interviewing Kid Rock, Kid Rock says something like, hey, uh, you know, you were really happy that night that we walked into UFC and and uh, with Trump and Kid Rock and and uh, and uh, Dana White. It was the, the crowd erupted. It was was really one of the coolest walking into's of any event that you've ever seen. Trump gets that everywhere. Tucker was giggling. He was so happy, and Kid Rock pointed that out, and and Tucker admitted it. That was pretty cool. And uh, I think more and more Tucker's uh, seeing that this guy is the greatest, and he's uh, he's he, he he. I think Tucker. My prediction is Tucker is a very good chance he might be Trump's vice president. And that would be, I think that would be a good thing because he could uh, then be the shining light that we need after Trump, somebody to come in and start fixing this country that's just a total mess. So that's, uh, that was big news overnight. I put that up joehoff.com, but there's a couple big things as well. One is the House decided to uh, start what they're saying now, an official investigation into a Biden impeachment. And uh, you'll see it out there now. 
all the media, just take a look, you'll see this, all the media says in unison, there's no evidence. Why aren't we doing this? At the same time, they say, in the 2020 election was fine. There's no evidence of wrongdoing in 2020. Same clown show, same narratives, same pawns that are repeating these talking points coming from God knows who, George Soros, Brock Bahu, sickos, sickos. And our, that's why our media is not trusted anymore. That's why it's a, it's a sham and it's now become... Uh, it's 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 pushing narratives. It's not. It's no longer. It's no longer truthful. It's no longer honest. Like like this show and so many on TNT and uh, and across the internet, we're seeing this is where everything's going. And you know who told me that more than anybody? Uh, probably a year ago, Roger Stone. Roger Stone said, "I can see it now." Big big media is gone. That's your ABC, NBC, NPR, who we're paying for, which is outrageous. All these entities, they all talk together. It's like uh, propaganda. Nobody's listening to that. Nobody. Then you've got cable news, and you got the really radicals at MSNBC and uh, CNN, and and they uh, nobody's listening to them, and nobody's listening to Fox News anymore. And um, so we have that. So where are people going to get their news? Because here's the deal: sixty-two percent of Americans believe the twenty twenty election was stolen. So where are they getting that information? It's not from big media. It's, it's from us. It's from us. We're pushing the news. And it's johoff.com, Gateway Pundit. It's all these websites and all these uh, on-air sites, on the internet sites that are destroying the lies. That's what we are, slayers of the lie. And uh, and Roger Stone told me that. This is where everything's moving. So uh, we can, we'll be talking about that later uh, in the next segment when Roger's on the show. But it's... You know, we are winning. We are winning because the truth is getting out and they can't stop us. And ultimately, they'd have to, you know, basically somehow, you know, I guess mechanically change the human being so that we can't talk anymore because that's what's happening. People are talking to each other, saying, no, people are standing up, you know, for once and for all, saying, no, don't believe that. Sorry, that's BS. No, that's a, that's a lie, blah, blah, blah. It's like the media saying there's no evidence to Joe Biden. I put a piece up with the media, some of the media is pointing that out. It's all in unison. And then I put this piece from Rudy Giuliani. And Rudy lays it out. He's done this before, it, very simply in a matter of a couple minutes. But he says it's the easiest case he'd ever have to try is Joe Biden, uh, the crime boss. He, he, he said he even admits it on video. There's evidence his son admits that he's, he's working with the big guy. There's evidence everywhere, millions. Uh, he, Rudy, in this video that I was watching, uh, he just says there's, there's evidence of he and Hunter Biden getting five million apiece from some Ukrainian oligarch. It's it's all over the place. In our media, there's no evidence. Rudy's like Rudy said it'd be the easiest case he could ever try. I, I really actually wish they'd just bring in Rudy because he'd just destroy these guys. It would be so so fun to see him just lay out this crime family, which is the Biden crime family, who's working with China, the mob. Everybody, anybody that needs money and in favor, probably the cartels, of course, with the southern border, China with the southern border, China with fentanyl. Uh, this is uh, th these guys are gangsters. It's a, it's a mafia family. And we saw just the other day from Comer saying, hey, they've got 20 different shell companies now. And by the way, he said he's not going to Fox News in the morning anymore. Steve Ducey, he's not going to go on his show anymore. Because the guy, the guy's in in some sort of la la land. He's supporting the big lie, and he and his son. And it's like, fine, just fine. 
You know, just keep doing what you're doing. Nobody's watching you anymore. People want the truth and they want nuts and courage. And that's what it takes. It takes to it takes that to, to share the truth. And you're gonna get attacked like Roger Stone, Rudy Giuliani, like Donald Trump, like uh myself and my twin brother in the Gateway Pundit. You get attacked for sharing the truth. And that's you know, that's the cost of freedom. You know, with freedom comes responsibility. I heard that line years ago. And I think, you know, when I say that, I think of the movie Braveheart. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. If you haven't seen it, you need to go see it. I saw it years ago, about seven times. I got the video. I was like, I was enamored with that movie for some reason. And at the end where uh, Mel Gibson screams freedom, it's what it was all about. It's about freedom because God gave us freedom. This is all, this is all modifying what God gave us. God gave us freedom and our constitution codified it. The constitution was built on the people and it goes up, not a tyrant going down. And that's what the, the Biden administration's doing. They're, they're throwing people in prison for bogus crimes. And by the way, a big deal yesterday was that the Supreme Court is going to look at this one crime. They're claiming all these January 6th, over 300 January 6th people. They're saying they they uh, they disrupted an official proceeding, corruptly disrupted. These people that walked into the Capitol, went to the bathroom and walked out, somehow dis disrupted a, an official proceeding. That is a lie. It's always been a lie. And that's what they're doing. And so uh, we're going to talk about all this. Lots going on just yesterday. And we're going to share with our good friend, Roger Stone, right after this. So hang tight. We'll be back with Roger. Rick Munn on TNT Radio. There was a, a statement that I saw last week that I thought was quite interesting from one of these uh, web spokespeople, the World Economic Forum spokesperson. And one thing that she said that I thought was quite interesting was she said, you know, um, there has been a little bit of a tail off with people buying into the vaccine narrative and she blamed that on people like us spreading so-called missing disinformation. She said that climate change was a little bit too much of an abstract concept for people to really grab and get their heads around. So that's not really taking off the way they want to either. And then she said something very interesting. She said, you know what? When the water crisis comes, people will understand that because it's simple and everybody needs water. And if you don't have water for a few days at a time, you'll know all about it. So maybe, you know, we're hypothesizing a little bit about what's what it's going to take to grab people and bring them back on board again with a World Economic Forum type narrative. Could this be what it is? Locked and loaded with Rick Munn on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. Asthma is a growing problem, especially among children. Asthma affects the quality of life for millions like me every single day. My name is Chris Draft, and I have asthma. And I've spent more than a decade in the NFL tackling asthma on and off the field. Join me and the EPA in helping people control their asthma. Asthma is a lung condition that can be controlled through medication and by avoiding things that can make it worse. Three steps are the solution to controlling asthma. Step one, talk to a doctor. Step two, make a plan. And step three, get rid of things that can make it worse. Asthma can be tackled. For more information on asthma, log on to epa.gov asthma. If you're talking about it, we're talking about it. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hey, we're back on the Joe Hoff Show, and I'm honored to have a special guest. I'd call him a great friend and a good, great American statesman, Mr. Roger Stone. Roger, welcome to the Joe Hoff Show. Joe, great to be with you. 
It's an honor, as always, sir. I've thought about you a lot. I've thought about you a lot lately. Uh, Jim and I are in a lawsuit with Ruby and Shay, uh, the mother-daughter team from Georgia that was involved in bringing ballots out from underneath the uh, uh, tables in the middle of the night in Georgia on election night 2020. We reported on this. They were counting the ballots, ramming them through tabulators and we reported on this uh, it was information that rudy had uh, first reported on in one of his uh, um, sessions in front of the senate there in georgia and they coming after us with protect democracy which is an oxymoron of course it's a obama's former attorneys as you know and um and we had a uh yeah we've had some recent events that have occurred that i've been very very disgusted with well, overall, the whole case, but with my attorney as well. And um, and I thought about you and I thought about and the stress in, in a couple of these depositions. And I thought about how do you and we had General Flynn on here Tuesday. Hey, you guys, you know, how have you done it? How have you been able to make it through this? Because it's there's so much pressure and it's so infuriating when you see people being so dishonest. It may be a whole room full of people just dishonest. How do you do it? Well, of course, I'm very familiar with the folks at Project Democracy. That's really the the uh, the Obama Justice Department in exile. Uh, they sued me in a civil suit prior to my indictment. <clears throat> uh, I destroyed them. Uh, they uh, they sought to bring me into a suit with uh, I think it's six other Capitol Hill police officers. The judge released me from the case. Uh, they're sloppy. They're very sloppy. Now, I'm not completely uh, uh, familiar with the whole Ruby Freeman case, other than the fact I believe I saw a video on Harrison Floyd's uh, ex, I mean, formerly Twitter profile, that will prove that will be prove her undoing. So, if you haven't seen that, I think we have proof that Ruby did exactly what you evidently claimed uh, that she did. Rudy Giuliani pled no contest when she sued him. No contest is not an admission of guilt. No contest means since I cannot obtain the evidence to defend myself, I have no choice but to roll over. So I wish you luck in that. Do not give an inch. Do not give an inch. Uh, and the people at Project Democracy are sloppy, so be prepared to file bar complaints against them along the way. Great. Great stuff. You, on the other hand, have been sued by God knows how many. I don't even know how many cases you have open right now. And this is what really hit me. It's like, man, you know, you're you're a strong man. You're and 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 they're coming after you, Roger. Too. This is also a symbol of how effective you are and what a statesman you've been over your career. I mean, if they're coming after you, you're in a great, great. I feel in that regard privileged to be in the same category with you and Rudy and Trump and others because. This is outrageous stuff that's going on. How many well, cases are, are still open with you? Yeah, sure. They don't sue you, of course, unless you're effective. So, and most of this is bitterness over the fact that, thanks to a commutation and a full presidential pardon, I escaped the deadly snare set for me by Alec uh, Adam Schiff and uh, uh, and Robert Mueller uh, and uh, their retinue of criminal prosecutors. So there's great bitterness about this. I'm the one that got away. Uh, my wife and I have been sued in 17 individual civil lawsuits, not a single one of them having any merit 
or any logical or reasonable basis. They're all they're all just harassment. See, the idea is to grind you down with massive legal fees, drag your name through the mud. Now, of the 17 civil suits, I've already <clears throat> prevailed in six of them. Look for the headlines that say that. You won't find them. So when they file the lawsuit against you, giant headlines, when, the, when they lose the suit, when the suit is dismissed, no one ever notes that. It, it, it's, uh, it's the way the fake news works. Yesterday, Joe, Ari Melber, the most odious cretin on TV, just an oily, greasy little con man, uh, actually takes the news that uh, evidently special counsel Jack Smith obtained uh, Donald Trump's cell phone number, uh, as well as a cell phone number or records of someone he spoke to. Then he takes a video of me uh, before the House Intelligence Committee when I'm specifically asked, <laughs> did you speak to Donald Trump on January 5th or 6th? And I uh, assert my Fifth Amendment right. And he says, aha, you see? This is proof that that phone call to Trump came from Roger Stone, and if he had answered the question honestly, it would have incriminated him. Now I have to sue Ari. He's left me no choice. Uh, I had no conversation with Donald Trump or any member of his staff on the 5th or the 6th. In fact, Joe, I went back and checked from January, uh, pardon me, from December 28th, when I just happened to bump into the president uh, on a buffet line uh, at the Trump Golf Club in Jupiter, all the way until March 14th, when the president invited my wife and I to come to Mar-a-Lago because my wife had successfully con completed her cancer treatments, I had no contact with him whatsoever. Uh, now, if Jack Smith has Trump's cell phone records, or even if he has my cell phone records, it will not show uh, what this deranged lunatic uh, Ari Melber, who has some weird obsession with me, uh, asserts on television, he's left no, me no choice. I'm going to have to sue him because I'm tired of being a punching bag for these people. Uh, I don't believe it, you know, in lawfare, generally speaking, the courts are clogged up with lots of litigation that is baseless. I'm not a giant fan of the trial bar, but uh, you know, I, I've had enough to hear with Ari Melber because that's about how tall he is. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was a short man. That'd be yeah, it'd be fun to point that out on air to, to him sometime. And how well, many of these is, guys? This is, how many of these guys the are second, short? This is Little the second. Guys. This is the second time. Several months ago, he he played the completely perjurous testimony of Cassidy Hutchinson, who was the former aide to White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. This is very clever. Uh, and she is asked uh, in open session under oath by Liz Cheney uh, whether President Donald Trump instructed Mark Meadows to call Roger Stone and General Flynn on January 5th to find out what would happen on the 6th. And she says, yes, I believe that that is the case. Notice the careful wording. I believe that is the case. And do we believe that that call, those calls were completed. That is my impression that the call to Mr. Stone and General Flynn was completed. Those are two perjurous lies. She needs to be prosecuted. There is no such call. No phone record will prove such call. I don't know Mark Meadows. I've actually never spoken to him on the phone. 
think I met him once when he was a congressman in the green room at Fox priorities going into the Trump administration. I'm not even sure about that, but I had no communications with him. Now, Cassidy Hutchison has filed a 15-page amendment to her sworn testimony because she's scrambling to avoid a perjury charge. Now, it remains to be seen whether the new speaker, uh, Mike uh, Johnson, actually has any balls or not. He talks a good game, uh, but we need a new January 6th committee. And Zoe Lofgren and Adam Schiff and the odious uh, Jamie Raskin, whose father was a communist, like him, uh, they need to be put under oath. We need to find out what really happened uh, in the January 6th committee. By the way, I'm not opposed to having some Democrats serve on that committee. Unlike them, I'd like to see a balanced investigation of January 6th, uh, of, of the activities of the January 6th committee. Yesterday, I saw a reporter ask Jamie Raskin, why did you destroy the records of the January 6th committee? He said, we didn't just ask Liz Cheney. Who would believe Liz Cheney? You can always tell mm -hmm. when Liz Cheney's lying. You know how? Her lips are moving. That's true. That's true. And if we're not, you know, anymore, when I think about warmongers or wars overseas or this big defense and 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 those who support it, I think of Liz Cheney. For, for some reason, that's the picture I see. This is the monster that doesn't doesn't seem to care about lives at all. Yeah, it's all about, I guess, making money for for the for the you know big military complex. Well, it's kind of interesting, as you know, uh, her father, uh, warmonger Dick Cheney, who knowingly drove us into a war in which we had no inherent interest. His interest in that war, in the Iraq War was Halliburton and lining his own pockets. He was well aware of the fact that Saddam Hussein had no weapons of mass destruction. So he was once the most hated villain uh, on the American left. They hated him. I think they hated him with good reason, but they hated him. They so hate Donald Trump that they're prepared to ignore all of that and elevate his daughter. She's talking about running for president. Please, God, I want her to run for president so she can be fully exposed by as the miscreant uh, and the criminal that she is. Uh, how much of that money, that that blood money that he made on the war in Iraq, how much have she and her sister gotten? I think we have a right to know that. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen uh, connections too with her husband, with some big law firm that's connected to maybe even China. So it's uh, there's a lot of sleazy stuff going on. I like the word you used earlier, greasy. It's just some really greasy stuff. By the way, did you see? So yesterday, a couple big things came about. One was uh, they're saying that the Supreme Court's going to look into this. So well, the Supreme Court, the last days, had a couple big things. One, they say they're going to look into this uh, Jack Smith request where he's asking, he's jumping the course, going straight to the Supreme Court, and they've accepted it for some reason. They don't do that with anybody else, but for Jack Smith now, they've accepted it. We find out Mary McCord, her husband, works for Judge Roberts, like some top key guy. And other people were saying, well, there that explains the Texas case and why that was never heard. And, uh, and so anyways, they've decided they're going to look at that. And the, the, the other obvious thing was yesterday, they they also decided they're going to look at this January 6th law that they're bastardizing, which reminds me of Andrew Weissman, create a law and, and persecute people based on a non-law. And uh, you know Weissman very well. So the Supreme Court now is looking at kind of two different cases, but um, 
I couldn't believe Mary McCord's husband's working with Roberts. That probably explains a lot. I, I think it explains the Roe v. Wade leak. And this is really simple. There's an investigation into that leak. Uh, and while uh, a polygraph test, a lie detector test is not admissible in court, the FBI uses them all the time. I passed three polygraph tests. I was tested three times on the question of whether I had any contact with the Russians or had received any material from WikiLeaks. By the way, I passed all three tests. So Mary McCord should be subjected by the FBI to a polygraph test as to whether she was the source of the Roe v. Wade leak. While she cannot be prosecuted using that piece of evidence, once they establish that, finding additional evidence would be relatively easy. I suspect she is your pre-election leak, which has never happened in the history uh, of the uh, of the uh, uh, of the uh, uh, Supreme Court. Court. Then uh, as to these new decisions, uh, it's very unusual because generally speaking, and I'm not an attorney, as you know, but the U.S. Supreme Court does not like it when you leapfrog a court and uh, Judge Chutkin ruled that Trump had no presidential immunity and therefore could be prosecuted. Trump appealed that to the appeals court, uh, the Circuit Court of Appeals in D.C., which is where it logically should next be decided. By the way, that's a rollover for the prosecutor. Trump has no chance of victory there. It's the most politicized court in the country. Uh, it, it, It ruled wrongly that Robert Mueller was legally appointed. Robert Mueller had no legal appointment. He should never have allowed him to serve. Uh, But they decided to skip that step and go directly to the Supreme Court. The only plus in that, there's some pluses in that, it means that there is no way, time-wise, for Jack Smith to get this trial prior to the the, uh, Super Tuesday primaries in March, which is really their goal. The whole purpose of this in the long term is to put Donald Trump in jail, but in the short term is just to disrupt his presidential campaign because they are, their candidate for president is catatonic and he can't even stand up. Uh, and they know it. So uh, they know if we have a free, fair, honest, transparent election, Joe Biden or which other Marxist Democrat they want to put up will lose. So they have to disrupt Trump's campaign, suck away his time, suck, uh, suck uh, resources and money out of the campaign. Uh, and that's why even the Washington Post, which, you know, this kind of proves uh, that even the blind pig will find the acorn once in a while. Uh, even the Washington Post editorially says this makes it transparent that Jack Smith is uh, politically motivated because he wants desperately, not justice, what he wants desperately is for this trial to happen before the election and as early as possible in the election process, and that's election interference. I'm less familiar uh, with the January 6th related case. I haven't had time to catch up to understand Mm. the implications uh, of it, but I know a number of people have been uh, charged and convicted under a statute pertaining to the obstruction of of an official proceeding, uh, and that that law may have been twisted in a way that is inappropriate. I'm told it has some impact on Trump, but I I don't know enough to to discuss it. However, uh, 21 attorney generals joined the state of Texas to ask the Supreme Court 
to uh, to examine uh, the results of the last election. It's very, very rare. In fact, never in the history of the court have 21 states asked the court for a review of a matter and the court declined to do so. So for those out there saying, oh, the Supreme Court is going to save Donald Trump, uh, I think yeah. it may save him only in terms of timing because uh, the court doesn't move quickly. Uh, and now that they've agreed to surprisingly take up this uh, question uh, at the request of Jack Smith, uh, that that does kind of throw them off this Super Tuesday oriented uh, uh, time frame. What's more troubling to me and the Supreme and the mainstream media is trying desperately to ignore is the very real whistleblower complaint, which contains an enormous amount of documentation that Jack Smith took bribes and solicited bribes when he was at The Hague. This is a very serious al uh, allegation. It needs to be fully investigated. Uh, I give Patrick Byrne, General Flynn, and others great uh, credit uh, for standing with the, the whistleblower in this case. Um, but it, you notice how it gets home. It should be on front page of the Washington Post and the New York Times, yeah. but then those aren't really newspapers. They're really those are really the newsletters of the Democratic National Committee. Yeah, it's all propaganda. Just like uh, last night, we saw uh, the House finally voted to put in place an investigation into a Biden impeachment. And all Republicans surprisingly voted for this. But it's again, it's just an investigation, which they've had something going on. But I think it helps them, gives them some, some more meat. But the media comes out, and I looked at three or four headlines today or, or articles on this, and, they, and everyone within the first paragraph or so says, and there's no evidence Joe Biden did anything wrong. <laughs> you see it, they all say the same thing. Yeah, uh, and the, it's also interesting the way they fashioned the recent tax uh, indictments uh, against Hunter Biden. I know a lot about this because people keep saying Roger Stone and his wife, uh, you know, evaded $2.5 million in taxes. Why weren't they charged? Well, first of all, that's a lie. Uh, I was sued in 2006 by the uh, over my 2006 taxes by the Biden Justice Department for one reason. I don't have the money to pay. Not because, unlike Hunter Biden, who failed to report almost $10 million of income, my wife and I reported every single penny. Uh, it's not like Hunter Biden, who failed to show a number of assets. We reported every single asset. We hid nothing. We're being sued because we can't pay. No other reason. Apples, oranges, not even close. By the way, of the $2.6 million that my wife and I owe the IRS, 75% of that, Joe, is interest and penalties. So less than a quarter of that amount is actual tax. And by the way, that number was once 800,000, but I paid it down over eight years of, of monthly payments without ever missing a payment and with the payments constantly going up. So the claim that I avoided paying is not true. I was paying every month, right up until the time that they bankrupted me. Now I'm being sued because I just don't have the money to write a check. So I will pay in the long term. I have to pay $2.6 million. I don't think I'll live that long, in all honesty, uh, on a monthly basis uh, with full penalty and interest. If my last name was not Stone in the offer and compromise program, the government would give me some break on interest and penalty, but they won't. And they announced their lawsuit 
while we were in the middle of good faith negotiations to try to reach a settlement, which shows you the whole thing is once again politically uh, motivated. Hunter hid $10 million worth of income. Now they say, well, Hunter's taxes are fully paid up, but Stone and his wife still owe money. Yes, he took a $4.9 million uh, cash infusion from this Hollywood weirdo by the name of Kevin Morris. Morris needs to be questioned uh, under oath before Congress. What is he buying for that money? What's he buying for that money? Is it that he just loves the scintillating uh, intellectual presence uh, of Hunter Biden? The guy has an IQ of 70. Listen to him. Uh, so, uh, you know, it is, uh, it is once again the two-tiered justice system. The indictments of Hunter are carefully crafted to avoid the Burisma payments because the Burisma payments are among those that prove that, sorry, Joe Biden got money from Hunter's business activities and he's lied about it. And that money came from Russia, China, Romania, and elsewhere. He's impeachable. The House Republicans mm -hmm. need to take a chapter from Nancy Pelosi. No, we don't need a, an impeachment inquiry. We don't need one. We need to vote articles of impeachment and schedule the trial. Let Joe and his lawyers show up and defend themselves. Joe doesn't even know what day of the week it is. Right. Absolutely. That's so frustrating. Yeah. So much of this is just absolutely just kind of a nightmare. How did how did our country ever get to this place where we have and, and I think this is a big part of it, Roger. It's the Justice Department. It's so broke. I think if you have a fair justice department, then well, a lot of this stuff, well, for one, a lot of people would be prosecuted on the left, including the Bidens, including Obama, in my opinion, and others for the things that were done in the first Obama administration. But, you know, right now it's it's pretty toxic. It's pretty much like we read about, in, in, at least in my youth, about uh, the the Nazis, the communist Russians, it's like if you were on the other side, you were a, you were just going to be <laughs> you're you're just, you know, you're just out of luck. No, and and here's the irony of it. The people who are trying to prosecute and jail uh their leading political opponent Donald Trump. The people who are trying to censor what what you and I can say on social media. Uh, the people who are working through Google to limit the flow of information to the American people, the people who illegally accessed the 72 database over 5 million times and conducted over 278 illegal warrantless surveillances of American citizens, the people who are harassing parents who merely go to a school board meeting because they object to the curriculum being taught to their children, the people who choose to attend the Latin mass, they say that Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. No, they are the threat to democracy. They are uh, conducting a series of undemocratic and illegal activities today. When, when uh, Rachel Maddow, who's a lunatic, says that if Donald Trump wins the next election, we won't have a future election, Sorry, sweetheart, if Donald Trump doesn't win this election, we'll never have another election. You're the ones who say you want to take away everything we own and we'll be happy. You're the ones who say we shouldn't own cars anymore. You're the ones who say that only the wealthy should be allowed to travel 
and everybody else can travel virtually. You're the ones who want us to eat bugs. Joe, I'm telling you right now, no matter what happens, I'm not eating any of their frigging bugs. Roger, we're going to take a real quick break, and we'll be right back, if you don't mind. We'll be back with the great Roger Stone right after this. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. Apparently, the climate cabal is freaking out. From Al Gore to John Kerry and down to the oddest imported student radical, they're freaking out over the final text as the climate talks in Dubai near their conclusion. At issue is whether the outcome will call for the phase-out of fossil fuels or merely call for fossil fuel reduction and similar, as they put it, weasel words. Either term will leave nations with tons of wiggle room to avoid or delay destroying their economies through energy starvation. And that's the big question. Do you want to starve because you have no energy? Or do you want to continue to eat because you do have energy? Hmm, that is an interesting question. I wonder which one I would choose. As veterans of the UN climate process since the whole shebang began, taking a look at this, we've seen this play out before. No matter what happens, the conference officials will emerge bleary-eyed and proclaim a major victory, leaving it up to the rest of us to sort through what happened and figure it out. Often, as is likely this time, the conference ends in de facto collapse. In fact, Al Gore, that's right, the high priest, said that the conference is on the verge of complete failure because he wants fossil fuels phased out completely. <sighs> I wish Al Gore the best. I hope him a long life, but I wish his presence on the world stage would be phased out. If they could actually agree on that, then it would be a success. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog Meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather, even if you're not in Dubai. It's the only weather you got. Hi, I'm Susan Lucci. I never thought about heart disease until I had my own heart event. At first, like so many other women out there, I ignored my symptoms. A slight pressure on my chest, shortness of breath. I thought, I don't have time to be sick. I had a 90% blockage in my main artery and a 75% blockage in the adjacent artery. I received two stents in my arteries. Stents developed through research funded by the American Heart Association. Those stents saved my life. I'm so grateful to the American Heart Association their research helped save my life. I can enjoy life with my children, my grandchildren, and my friends. Please, listen to your heart. The only reason I'm here today is because I did. Learn more about the American Heart Association's life-saving work at helpheart.org. You're listening to Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Uh, we're back with the great Roger Stone here on the Joe Hoff Show at TNTRadio.live. Roger, again, it's a pleasure to have you here. Really one of the greatest statesmen in American history, uh, certainly of the modern era. You and others just stand out in my mind as some of the great people. And, and we know who you are because you're the ones that are being targeted by the uh, radical communist fascist left. And uh, so it's an honor to have you here. We were just talking during the break. You've got uh, some of your own shows going on now. You mentioned you may have Tucker on your show, I guess, this weekend. So uh, what what uh, what do you have going on uh, right now? Yeah. Well, of course, I do a daily show every day at 5 o'clock uh, on Rumble. You can find it at rumble.com slash Roger Stone. That's the Stone Zone. Uh, uh, and uh, it is really picked up of late. You can also watch it on Twitter. You can watch it on uh, Now X. You can watch it on Telegram. 
You can watch it on numerous other platforms, Cozy TV. Uh, we're on many platforms. Uh, it emanates out of frankspeech.com. That's kind of our home base, owned by our good friend, Mike Lindell. Uh, but then on weekends, I'm doing a WABC New York radio show, The Roger Stone Show, which airs from 4 to 6. Now, it doesn't matter if you don't live in New York City. Uh, we're live streaming at wabcradio.com, wabcradio.com, every Sunday from 4 to 6. President Donald Trump was my first guest. General Michael Flynn has, has been uh, a guest. Uh, John Rich has, has been uh, a guest. Lee Greenwood has been a guest. Uh, and this weekend, we have Tucker Carlson, who gave us 45 minutes, which I was very grateful for. It's a great interview. Folks should tune in Sunday from 4 to 6 at wabcradio.com. You know this, Joe, because you do it. Doing a daily show doing a daily show and a weekend show is an enormous amount of work. I mean, it's you don't just sit in front of the camera or in front of the microphone and go. There's a lot of preparation involved. There's a huge amount of work involved. I find it very fulfilling, but I also find it very challenging because, well, as Richard Nixon once said, the only thing worse than being wrong is being boring. Uh, and I try never to be boring. So I like doing your show. It's it's never boring. Hmm. That's a great point. That's great. And you go back to Nixon and his days and have taught me so much about that. I, that that was one thing. Maybe I could interject on that. As Trump was going through this Russia collusion sham, and then you, as they brought you in at the end, you're like, what's this? Uh, I really started to have empathy for Richard Nixon. I actually began to think this is the this is the same it's the same game plan. It's uh, you know mash somebody with bogus news, constant, make up a story, and um, and and try to have him removed from office. Uh, would you agree yeah, with that? Yes, it's absolutely true. Here's the difference. Uh, so there was a there was a a a. a a mainstream media gang up on Nixon, uh, but there was no internet. So he had no platform from which to launch a counterattack. When the three major television networks uh, and the leading news magazines, which were far more powerful than they're almost non-existent today, but Time, Life, Newsweek, Look, uh, Fortune, these had enormous influence in the 1970s. They're largely gone. When you see Newsweek today online, recognize that's the Daily Beast. The Daily Beast, which is a group of, of, of jackals, liars, and con men. Those aren't journalists. But when the Daily Beast purchased the Newsweek logo and name, trying to give you the impression that this is Newsweek magazine of yore, which was once a respectable news outlet, it's just a recycle uh, of uh, the crap at the Daily Beast. And at the Daily Beast, they don't even hide who they are, do they? They're the beast. Get it? Yeah. So uh, I think Nixon would have survived if he'd had any platform with which to punch back, but he didn't. So he was essentially lynched. It's interesting in this new support Supreme Court decision, the precedent uh, that uh, that Smith uses was a Supreme Court decision that held that Nixon could not withhold the tapes on an argument of executive privilege. Here's the problem. That was wrongly decided then. The Supreme Court was wrong then. That may be their ruling, 
but they were driven by the mass hysteria and hatred of 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 Nixon. The Supreme Court ruled contrary to a hundred years of precedent. So executive privilege as a concept existed in the law and was upheld by the U.S. Supreme Court for a hundred years until it was Richard Nixon uh, who who was in the dock. Then they made what is called a wrong decision. It, it besmirches the reputation of every justice who was on the court who voted for that. They were wrong. It's wrong then, it's wrong now. But that's the precedent that they seek to use. We now know, Joe, and nobody will report this, based on recently disclassified docu- declassified documents, the CIA was involved in and knew all about the Watergate break-in, and they pushed it along. Uh, There's a former Watergate prosecutor named Nick Ackerman, one of the more odious uh, uh, miscreants I've ever met. He uses that credential, former federal prosecutor. No, drooling left-wing Democrat partisan. This guy called me a Russian spy right out several times. I wanted to sue him. The statute of limitations uh, uh, have run out. I don't know how to solve this. You know, Nick, you and I are about the same age. If you want to do a charity boxing match, I'm down for it. Uh, This guy constantly appears with that short, greasy little Ari Melber, the guy who lies about me constantly. Uh, But your analogy to Watergate is very, very similar. They whipped up a hysteria. Nixon went from winning the largest landslide in American history, carrying 49 states, to being removed from power in a in a silent coup. What was his crime? Covering up the break-in into the Democratic National Committee. Now let's compare that to Barack Obama and Joe Biden. They used what they fully knew was totally fabricated evidence, the Steele dossier, and the false claim that the DNC had been hacked by the Russians, which it was not, for which they have no evidence whatsoever, uh, in an illicit, illegal effort to use the full authority of the U.S. government to remove a sitting president. That is the biggest political dirty trick in American history, and it makes Watergate look like small potatoes. By the way, it's yeah. treason. There is no statute of limitations on treason. Hillary Clinton, for example, can be tried and convicted of treason if Donald Trump returns to the White House. Now, people say, oh, that's revenge. No, that's that's justice is what that's called. That's right. That's what we needed. We need justice because these people are walking around thinking they, they could get away with anything. The uh, the thing that you mentioned, too, was that John Dean um, was, was part of both plans. I noticed John Dean, uh, that's what really tipped me off about this. This is related to Watergate because John Dean was interviewed, one of the first people in, I believe it was the... Uh, Maybe there was the impeachment ultimately. John Dean, what's he have to do with anything? Well, he well was John Dean is now, he's, a, he's a legal analyst for CNN. Let's be very clear. John Dean is the man who planned the Watergate break-in. John Dean is the man who pushed the Watergate break-in. John Dean is the one who lied to Richard Nixon under for, for over 19 months uh, about uh, whether anyone at the White House knew about the break-in. John Dean is the man who delivered the hush money payments uh, to the Watergate burglars' families. Uh, when John Dean wrote his book, uh, which I think is called The Case Against Nixon, which he claimed was the only existing uh, transcription of all the Watergate recordings, he left out three pivotal 
recordings uh, in March of 1973, which proves that he is the perp. He is the man who masterminded Watergate. Uh, and by the way, he was disbarred. They never mentioned that on CNN. So their legal analyst was disbarred. Uh, but he set, spent not a single day in prison. So in other words, he's the guy who ran Watergate, conceived of it, pushed it, lied about it, covered it up. Uh, and then he suddenly became a whistleblower. Now, the Watergate prosecutors, special prosecutors, noticed the huge discrepancies between his testimony before the U.S. Senate uh, and his sworn testimony to them under questioning, but they decided to let it go. Uh, and when they found discrepancies between his testimony and his book, Blind Ambition, John Dean blamed uh, his little his literary agent, uh, who was very famous, Alice May, who say she had made the changes. She put out an immediate statement saying he was a liar, that every word in the book was his. Then John Dean tried to blame those discrepancies on Taylor Branch, who's a Pulitzer Prize winning author. Branch also put out a statement saying, no, everything in the book came from John Dean. John Dean is the Watergate weasel. He is the Watergate weasel. Putting him on TV to have him opine on Donald Trump is asking, like asking the Boston Strangler to massage your neck. Well, it was like, to me, it was like giving him a pat on the back and as the grandpa of scams, like, uh, which makes you wonder what he was, how, how much he was involved in, uh, I guess, for advice uh, as a mentor to these monsters that were going after Trump. It, well, it was, he's, uh, he's, to me, that was that was it. He sued everybody and anybody who's challenged his version of, of Watergate. So he he threatened to sue uh, James Rosen, uh, who I think now is at Newsmax, formerly with Fox. Uh, he, he sued uh, Len Kolodny, uh, who recently passed, wrote a great book, Silent Coup. Uh, he sued uh, James Haugen, who wrote probably the first and most important book uh, debunking the Watergate narrative. Uh, I've asked him, I begged him to sue me because I'll cross-examine him myself and that will be the end of him. But he won't. Uh, I, I yeah. expose him very ex extensively. My book, Nixon's Secrets. Uh, my book, uh, Richard Nixon, The Rise and Fall and Rise of Richard M. Nixon, actually it's entitled Tricky Dick, The Rise and Fall and Rise of Richard M. Nixon. You can find both of them on uh, Amazon. Um, I nail uh, John Dean. If he wants to sue me, I am so ready, but I get to depose him and that would be the end of him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so much uh, corruption. It's been going on for a long time. And if we continue to allow these people to get away with it, then oh, they're going to keep doing it. And that's there's no punishment. It's pretty kind of common sense in you know, human nature now and how to how to deal with this stuff. Any any final words, Roger? And and again, how can we uh, how can we reach you and follow you? Uh, the best place to go is stonezone.com, stonezone.com. You can subscribe for free. Uh, there you can see uh, my daily show, The Stone Zone. You can also listen to my weekly radio show. And, of course, if you want to get your very own Roger Stone Did Nothing Wrong t-shirt or your signed Roger Stone paperweight, which is a white stone to which I have signed my name, uh, uh, or any of my great books, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ, uh, or Stone's Rules with an introduction by Tucker Carlson, go to stonezone.com and check out the shop. Thanks so much, Roger. It's an honor having you here. Really appreciate it. 
a Joe great Ray afternoon, Ray. and we'll catch up soon. God Thank bless you. you, and have a great week. Thank you. You too. Back tomorrow.